0: Friends, and welcome to another episode of How To Wrestling, the world's first wrestling podcast detailing how to wrestling, how to get interesting, how to understand wrestling, and goodness knows, maybe even how to enjoy wrestling. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Kevin, once again explaining the weird and wonderful world of wrestling to Joe Graham. Hello, how's things, Joe?
1: Things so. are, as always, fine.
0: Yeah, are you excited to talk this week? About video games.
1: Yeah, I feel it's been a long time coming.
0: Yeah, and just so we're all aware, we're all on the same page here. No, this is not a wrestler called Video Games. Really? A, I mean, arrests are called video games oh,
1: shit, I've been researching all the wrong stuff
0: Arresting <laughs> a- is just the concept of video games Coming at you, <laughs> gonna get you <sighs> Worst get away from gimmick me. ever Seriously, get a lot of heat in Florida for that um, So yes, this week we are looking into Wrestling video games, past, present Future weird and wonderful side along the way, and this episode, of course, is requested by our fifty dollars plus backer, Arnel De Leon, who has got amazing taste in requests, and I'm only too happy to take Joe on this journey because this is kind of like, you know, if you're driving into town once a week to do shopping, and then someone says, "Here, can I go to the shopping with you?" And then kind of, "Well, I'm going there anyway." But then they owe you a favour afterwards. That's why I feel like this is—they buy you
1: like a Terry's chocolate orange to say thanks, and you're like, "That's just what I wanted."
0: Oh, yeah, I am just saying, we would have been playing a lot of Two K sixteen, irrespective of yeah. this episode
1: request. <laughs> <laughs> we spent like however much on buying this stupid game in the first place. Like.
0: I will just say, I mean, the fact that Arnold De Leon specifically mentioned that he wanted to be wrestling video games and not just Fallout Four, maybe they put Damn. a week delay on this <laughs> on this episode's release. But obviously, um, as always in the world of wrestling, a lot of moving parts, a lot of things spinning around, um, I've tasted Tenille is back.
1: Yes, finally, after a month-long hiatus. <laughs> after
0: a weird, a weird hiatus with an even weirder comeback.
1: But loads of people told us that she was back with a new video, it was great, like yeah. at least ten people like, hey, did you know of Tenille is back now? So we went and checked out the channel, and it's not there.
0: It's not there, it's gone.
1: So... What I realised must have happened because we did find it eventually. If you search for it on Google, you can find like some posted a link on it on Reddit. Yeah, which means that she's unlisted it.
0: She obviously didn't put it on. I mean, is that a on purpose thing? I, I don't mean...
1: know. I have. Why would you keep it unlisted? <laughs> she I can imagine she uploaded it beforehand. Then like. Kept it unlisted so that she could just share it out to whoever and then forgot to publish it and just sent people the link.
0: Oh, I'm just worried that maybe she's doing it and hope that like Vince and them haven't seen that she's doing this cooking gimmick on the side. Like, yeah. oh, I hope Vince doesn't see it. I'll ever make it unlisted. <laughs> 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 uh, but it's great. I mean, if, again, I can only once again recommend checking out Taste of Tennille. If you're a real Tennille head or a Tennilleite like me and Joe are, you will obviously have to check it out because in this new episode, she spills it like a bunch of times. It just
1: it gets worse and she worse.
0: Drops the cake.
1: Drops the cake, spills the sludge. Over, and God, the mixing of the eggs. She whisks it around, but she's doing it with such gusto that she just knocks it all out of the pot. I will
0: basically as as someone who is something of a connoisseur of amateur YouTube. Video yeah. chefs, I will say one thing. Every motherfucker out there who's got themselves a YouTube channel telling you how to make stuff, get a bigger bowl. Yeah. It's never big enough. No, And then you kind of go, oh, you got to be a bit careful. No, you don't. You just need a bigger bowl.
1: She did at least realise <laughs> that you needed a big bowl. But then she sort of uncompensated for that by continuing to whisk incredibly rigorously.
0: I mean, I- I'm happy that there's other aspects of the world of wrestling because I think... You know, if we were relying solely on Emma's ability to produce a presentable cake, yeah. then maybe it would be very much doom and gloom. So, did you learn anything new in wrestling this week?
1: Yeah, I've I learn so many beautiful, wondrous new things in wrestling every week, as you know, Kevin. Joe is
0: learning so many things in wrestling each week. She actually to make a list.
1: So knowledgeable now. The other day, I even made a Bill Watts reference.
0: Seriously, I mean, you want to know, guys and girls. I hope you want to know when you've really made it that your partner really understands wrestling. I'll say this, when they make a fucking solid Bill Watts reference... Thank you. ...and wait a full ten seconds before they go, is that the racist one? Is that, I was right to do that, What's not Yes, you were! Excellent job! <laughs> well done!
1: I'm glad you're so proud of me.
0: I mean, fuck wedding days, kids, no. whatever. No, I've already had my proudest moment. Facebook so, you know.
1: uh, life event. <laughs> so anyway, this week on what I learned in wrestling... Uh, the Bobby Cash sent in this delightful tweet saying, WrestleMania, the album, and this single, Slam Jam, was released in 1993 and produced by Simon Cowell.
0: Simon Cowell, who's uh, basically. Simon Cowell is basically the Simon Cowell of the record industry.
1: I kind of. Does Simon Cowell exist in America?
0: Oh, yeah, no, of course. Americans He's, know of Because you know, they brought over American Idol and all that jazz off. He. he Brought that over but there. Is,
1: is he there though? Oh no, he's there as like a, there. yeah, no, he's he more a st- of a star
0: over there, you could even really? argue. Yeah, okay. Because so. I wasn't
1: sure if that was a very British niche reference. No, yet.
0: he's over there not liking people as well as here, not okay. liking people. I don't but know how he fits around. in all the time in his schedule to not like those people, but yeah. he does.
1: Good thing he has his own private jet
0: army. Seriously.
1: So yeah, he produced this album called Slam Jam.
0: Slam Jam. Or a
1: song called Slam Jam.
0: Well the album is called WrestleMania the album. Yeah. Slam Jam it's was the, the uh, was the single. That was the the hot single that dropped.
1: How high did it get in the charts?
0: It got like it didn't chart in America, but it was very much it was geared because the UK was going through wrestling fever because they just had SummerSlam in Wembley Arena. Right. In 92. So it was kind of pushed heavily there. Okay. Simon Cowell obviously saw that and went these fucking idiots will buy anything to do with wrestling. So uh, it got like to number 10 in the UK charts.
1: Wow. You know,
0: back in 92. That's when there was, you know, they were Fleetwood Mac and, you know, the likes there. Competition is all I'm saying.
1: I think the next logical step now is for a WWE themed The Voice or X Factor style oh, yeah. competition.
0: They, well, they tried that. That was called Tough Enough, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> it was, uh, boo. It was, uh, Didn't work out too well Imagine for them. ZZ
1: on uh, X Factor. I can
0: I'm just saying, you know, I feel like it's sad that we have missed now, seemingly, the boat was passed of singing wrestlers, because, I mean, the idea of all the wrestlers in 1992 getting around the microphone, what's that, Bret Hart, you can't sing, doesn't matter, speak it, just say it, you know, I mean, and I, I, I like that kind of camaraderie, here comes The Undertaker's part of the song, oh, you can't sing, it doesn't matter, The Undertaker says... <laughs> Slam Jam, dig that crazy beast, that's amazing
1: Got absolutely no musical innate ability, no problem, got, does not matter
0: Look the British Bulldogs in that song, which you're going, hi the British Bulldogs will mix in with anyone, that's not singing, you are shouting at people now It's too aggressive, Simon Cowell, no wonder he didn't get to number one <laughs> Well, you—I mean, you—you you listen to the the other hot track from that, which was Bret Hart's
1: "Spoken Word." And
0: never been a right time to say I goodbye. I loved it.
1: I loved Slam Jam. Loved Bret Hart's "Spoken Word" thing. There's, there's
0: never been a right time to say goodbye.
1: I'm gonna get this album. And listen to it.
0: It's—it's. It's, I'm telling you, there's a whole wealth. And someone I think on Patreon did request wrestling music, right? And I mean, I could honestly say we could do an episode on wrestling music, but do also you mean
1: wrestlers who have made music or both. wrestlers' themes. I
0: think we could do like wrestlers' themes as an episode, and then do when wrestlers did music as another one. <laughs> I'm telling you, it would be amazing.
1: So we had a suggestion on uh, on Twitter, yeah, for a new segment, a oh, new regular a- segment, yeah, or at least semi regular.
0: I like semi-regular. Yeah, as yeah. well, like
1: regular as we remember to do it. We're okay. we cash about yeah, these things. Totally. But I think it's a really good idea. So what I'm going to do, Kevin, is I have up here um, a wrestler who you know, um, and I've got their Instagram up.
0: So is this, a, is this a game of chance or a game of of this is a game of cunning, is it?
1: Well, kind of.
0: Will I require some or all of my cunning for this?
1: Most of it. Most of Maybe it. Maybe or very little, okay. depending. I, I mean, I don't know. We'll, okay. we'll find out. But basically, I've got this um, wrestler's Instagram up, and I've got a particular picture, Uh and I'm going to read out three comments from the picture, and from that, you've got to guess which wrestler it
0: is. Now, I'm just going to assume, because I'm someone who used to, back when I had a lot, way too much time on my hands, used to (laughs) pop on the old WWE Facebook page and read some of the comments there. And I mean... Angry six and seven-year-olds who don't have English as their first language is obviously an easy target. Mm. But some of the comments on wrestling pictures have been bizarre. Is this? Am I assuming this is going to be along the same lines? Of- yeah,
1: there's a reason why when this person suggested this segment, I was like, <laughs> "Fucking hell, yes!" Oh gosh. Comments on wrestlers' Instagrams are just so strange. <laughs> Mads, just absolutely so weird. I just don't. I want to meet the people. There should be an entire documentary on the face behind people who leave comments on wrestlers' Instagram accounts.
0: So we're saying on Instagram, the only thing weirder than John Cena's Instagram posts are the, the people... comments on John Cena's Instagram <laughs> Pretty posts. Pretty much.
1: So here we go. You ready, Kevin? I'm ready. Da-da-da-da. The first comment mm-hmm. on this picture is simply, mm-hmm. "You need sleep."
0: Okay. Well, everyone needs sleep. Okay. Right. Put that on my head. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Next one, Dad. I'm so tired. I need your hug.
0: Oh, Jesus. Hmm, okay, now I'm starting to deform starting to, starting to, to in my mind here now, okay? Yeah, yeah.
1: okay, third comment. Yeah. <clears throat> you should get buried inside the goddamn snow and get three pieces of ancient swords going inside your brainless head and still not die but suffer with that pain forever.
0: Okay, right, so... Who do you then- think it is, Kevin? Well, obviously it's someone who's despised. It's someone who looks sleepy or tired. Mm -hmm. And also someone who maybe is of the older persuasion. So I'm going to say it's going to be a coin flip between CM Punk and Chris Jericho, I think, are two people who I would go with that. Those are my final answers. Well,
1: you're going to submit two final answers. I'm going to submit
0: two, and I'm going to say because i'm doing the podcast i'm allowed to change the rules so okay. i want two answers
1: well tough luck because it's neither of those mother of answers. god do you want me to tell you please, who it was please tell me it's triple
0: h triple h triple h how does he look tired
1: well let me show you this picture
0: ah jesus triple h come on now he's he's got his reading lamp on and no overhead light he's gonna get he's gonna get a strain headache.
1: I'll post the picture online for everyone to see at a later date, but just for the listeners at home, we've got a picture of Triple H with a very wrinkly forehead.
0: I'll be honest, you know holding up
1: a Rolex watch, I think.
0: And he looks like he's lost the will to live. I'll be honest, you know, with a show, the quality of NXT, I do expect somewhere there has to be a couple of people in an office looking that sad and miserable, putting all their time into it. So thanks a lot, Triple H, I guess. Yeah. Jesus.
1: Enjoy your Starbucks.
0: (laughs) I think the idea of Triple H sitting there looking all miserable then it's like, "Uh uh-oh, my music's hitting. Better go win the World Heavyweight Championship. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So how-to video games. This was um, obviously a bit of a different one for us because instead of watching matches, we've been playing games. As
1: a result, and also due to the release of Fallout 4, or rather, not the release, but we got it recently. Yeah, I feel like I haven't watched wrestling in
0: forever. I was going to say, I've, I felt like I've saved a lot of money this last couple of weeks. <laughs> which I have. But also, yes, I mean, I guess because it's the start of January, didn't we had a lot of kind of leftover of best of the year on NXT and yeah, you know Raw is still not something we're watching week to week I guess a lot of injuries it's more injury watch than watching wrestling at the moment
1: yeah
0: and also I think because Breaking Ground stopped yeah that's true which was a show yeah. that we were watching quite a bit of as well so maybe mm-hmm. that all contributed to it but Need I mean
1: take up Total Divas again
0: I think so well I mean I was more than happy to play some wrestling video games um, Joe obviously you are a fan of the video games
1: Genuinely, yes, I am. I've been playing video games.
0: Vitero games. Since I
1: was, I don't know, about
0: four. Yeah, you've you've you've, you've, you've been consoled. I mean, you've had...
1: Yeah, I mean, I was lucky that my parents are both quite nerdy and into computer games themselves. So I kind of, you know, grew up with them.
0: Could you name like three important games for no. you growing up to, to <laughs> give us a, an idea of where you stand?
1: Okay, well, like my three favourites. Well, just
0: three ones that are like, not going to say hold you to task, they're your favourites. Three ones that you would say, oh, these are games that I really like. Oh. Represent what I like in games because I know you played a lot of RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> <That make laughs> fun. When I was playing cool games, right? Yeah, sure. I've played a lot of
1: uncool games. I, I like RuneScape, and I was also a World of Warcraft player for
0: a while. Mist was my one dark
1: of... past. Yeah, Mist is great. Yeah, but like my probably important games. I don't know Ocarina of Time. Like yeah, yeah, Zelda games. Yeah. I played a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had an N64 growing up. But mainly I managed to skip a huge number of console games. Like I didn't own a PS1, 2 or 3 or a Wii or like an Xbox or anything like that. So I managed to skip all the consoles and yeah. said I was like a PC gamer.
0: Ah, I see.
1: So, yeah, because I mean, what, what
0: I'm alluding to there is that growing up you wouldn't have been into like the likes of Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, those no, kinds of I've things. I've not played either of those. Because I think the first thing I wanted to mention about with wrestling games is that maybe it was a bit weird because, I mean, wrestling is such a strange thing. And How do you make a video game out of something that is simulated combat? So yeah. I was wondering what you thought the games were going to be like before, I mean, we started playing them.
1: Well, it's hard to say because, okay, before I played any wrestling games, because the first wrestling game I played was at your house when... Uh, Sam Chaplin from Cinema Swirl came over ah, yes. and Adam of course from the FGRO podcast was there and you and Adam set me and Sam up together on one of the games it was
0: Smackdown 2 and it follows uh, we're going to have a number of golden rules of how to have fun while playing wrestling games here for, for new fans and new folks here today and first and foremost that is one right at the top the only thing more fun than having a competitive game is you and your friend picking two people who've never played the game before <laughs> to just go hell for fucking leather and watching Sam and Joe play Smackdown 2 which is a very fast, arcadey, non true to life <laughs> wrestling game with a tentative grasp of wrestling between them it was incredible.
1: <laughs> Neither of us had any idea what we were doing, but
0: there was passion there that it was night. was passion,
1: and not that it matters or anything, but I did win. You did not, not that it
0: matters. And I think Sam was the rock as well, just so you know. Really? And you're a random crate wrestler, so was I? You're... I think I may
1: have been mankind.
0: Okay, well, anyway, you pulled out the big W, that's all that matters, right? It. Yeah,
1: okay. So um, that was quite early on when I met you. So therefore, mm. it was quite early on within when I was watching wrestling. But I think I mostly would have assumed that wrestling was a fighting game. Like, so kind
0: of like your your Mortal Kombat. Well, the or the or, only or... fighting
1: game I've probably played is Tekken. Okay, yeah. So, but I thought it was like that, like health bar, punch, kick, yeah. health bar,
0: combos. KO.
1: Uh, yeah, I probably thought combos would be in there somewhere, maybe.
0: Mm. And I mean. From your experience of playing wrestling games, then would you say that that is something that's held up that wrestling is like a fighting game or is it something different?
1: I mean, it's a fighting game in that there's fighting. Yeah. And it's a game. <laughs> but that's pretty much where the similarities end. Yeah. When I first played 2K16, so this is the proper first time I played like a wrestling game, like with the end result being of being quite good at it. Yeah. I was so frustrated because I really thought it would be button mashing and I could just get away with... Like Tekken, I can win no problem just by mashing A or B. Yeah. Easy. Um... But you can't do that on 2K16.
0: Or any wrestling game, I would say, for that matter. Yeah. None of them. I mean, the ones we're going to go through, none of them I would say you could get away with button mashing. And, I mean, if you do button mash in most of these games, it results in the crowd booing or the announcer going, hey, I bet that fucking idiot at home is just pressing any goddamn button that's going into their heads. <laughs> what a moron. ha <laughs>
1: So I found that really frustrating because it doesn't tell you how to do any of the moves.
0: Yeah. I mean, for, for me, I mean, earliest wrestling game memories... Would have been picking up like random, like, you know, Super Nintendo renting out, you know, Raw is War, random games like that, and then being essentially, it was just like a fighting game, like Mortal Kombat, whatever, and you had to have your, you know, I remember like um, In Your House was one, which was essentially just Mortal Kombat. It was all cartoony, even, you had to do your button combos and had ridiculous finishers, and it was nowhere remotely meant to be like what wrestling really was. The first game that really did try to do that which was WWF Warzone, and that was out on the N64 and PS1, and that had, like, 3D wrestlers coming to the ring, winning matches by one, two, three, mm-hmm. commentators, and you played the follow-up to that, and the first one we probably looked at properly, which was WWF Attitude on the N64, which, at the time, we thought was the pinnacle of fucking sophistication. Really? <laughs> what was your... <laughs> Joe, just so you know, Joe, like... I played this for a bit today when I was upstairs and I I wanted her to see if she could play it with no help or guidance. He's very mean. Um,
1: I filmed the experience thinking it might be funny and I could post it online. It wasn't, it was just really frustrating. It's just me going, trying to work out how on earth to do something other than punch or kick. It just doesn't tell you anything.
0: It was a game, and this is so weird for wrestling games to think about it now, but in Attitude, if you wanted to do a move, you had to pause the game bring up the move list, and then do a big long combo, like up, up, down, down, A, B, C, up, C, right.
1: Right, now see, the issue with that is, when I was playing earlier... I thought, oh, I know, I'll be clever. I remember 2K16, you have to check your move list. Yeah, so yeah. I'll find out what moves I can do. So I pressed start, went on to move list, thinking, ah, ah, I'm so clever, I'm going to work this out, and Kevin's going to be really impressed. And the fucking move list was empty. Oh, there says, was no nothing moves on there.
0: Because, and this is...
1: Have I not unlocked <laughs> them yet? Do you start off as like, the same ability as Hulk
0: Hogan? No, it's just basically the game saying, no, you're doing, even that you're doing wrong. <laughs> Don't you know that the move list is context specific? Seriously. As in, you only could see the moves in this game by pressing pause and bringing up the move list when you were stood in the position, as in perfectly stood up and they're perfectly stood up right in front of you. So if you're getting up or in between animations or not stood perfectly in front of them, the move list wouldn't appear.
1: Why? Because
0: the moves for when you were behind them were different to the moves in front of them. It would only show you the ones that you could do.
1: So does that mean in the area. okay, say you wanted to check a move from the top of the rope.
0: Yeah. You have to climb on top of the rope. Make sure they're lying down, then press start. But you are on top to- of the rope, so you're
1: not standing still, so what
0: Oh, and on top of the ropes. I mean, once you have to move to the top rope, and the animation is over, and you're stood there, then you press start. Jesus. Then you go to move this. Did you? Uh, what did you think to the graphics?
1: They all looked a bit kind of lumpy. I don't know. <laughs>
0: lumpy.
1: I'm trying to remember how I described it. Lumpy. When I, they're like I don't know potato faced cheese strings.
0: It kind of looks like Vince McMahon, like you know, had a really long day and then tried to make the roster... a yeah, really happy, make them all out of, like, leftover mashed potatoes, like, put them yeah, all together. Yeah, like
1: like, a child has tried to create wrestlers out of Play-Doh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, of course, the other was I to mention about attitude is the uh, insightful commentary, which is provided by Jerry the King Lawler, who would say such important things as, Ah! <laughs> and, what a moron! And every time in that game, he went to, to leave and go outside the ring. Because in wrestling, sometimes you have to go outside, yeah. or sometimes someone throws you outside. Every single time that game, you go outside, he goes, "Ha! Huh, check it out! He's an idiot! He's a, <laughs> he's chafraid! He's a moron! What a coward!"
1: I got thrown out of the ring at one point, quite near the beginning of trying to play, and I couldn't figure how to get back into the ring. Ah, yes. So I lost my first match just by count out, which is very frustrating.
0: For the fans as well, I can imagine. For the fans as well.
1: But I did notice that um generally the commentary was quite weird. And at one point someone called someone else a pony. <laughs> what? Yeah. Someone wow. called someone else a pony.
0: Did you hear the classic line, the proverbial shoe is on the other foot now, King? Because that one is anytime the tide turns, like
1: No, you know. I didn't get to turn the tide. Goldust
0: is seeing stars now. That I mean they just what they would do is they would have the announcers say every name. And then they would cut that bit. And then yeah. they would say, is seeing stars now? Like a
1: train announcer with locations. Exactly. Dun, dun. You're coming up to Letchworth. <laughs>
0: dun, dun. Stone Cold Steve Austin is seeing stars now. You know, it, <laughs> it works exactly the same. At the time, we thought it was, you know, it. I remember very much as a kid being in scenarios where you'd have a big group of lads over playing lads. this game. Big group of lads Way We love wrestling Way Put yeah. on the wrestling Way N64 It's Nando's hey, oh, 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 N64 We were 10 But still we were we were lads right. And i would be honest as well There were a number of times Playing that game Where I remember saying to myself I want to say this is bad But I don't want to ruin the atmosphere Because we, we look like We're having a nice time But I can only maintain so much Who's going to win Where every 5 seconds Someone is pausing To see their moves <laughs> Yeah, I mean... People would pause to see their moves and then accidentally do it too early, just get the, you know, the the growl, because, no, I'm not stood up yet. I'm going (laughs) to unpause and re-pause. Yes, here we go. Now I can see my moves. Time to to, to do one.
1: That must be really annoying. I mean, I, I don't know, because obviously I didn't unlock the moves. I did that wrong. I couldn't even do that.
0: I'll be honest, every single person I knew was shit at this game.
1: Including yourself,
0: including me, particularly me. Me, Adam, like reviewed this for for um, Kotaku.
1: Oh, this is the one he reviewed. Yeah, this
0: is one of the two that we did, and um, I do remember me and Adam like kind of going, "Like, are we literally like just ripping this thing apart? Is it is it, or is it, is it us? Is it us that we're just old fogies who didn't know how to play the game as kids, and we couldn't come to grips with it? Yeah, now we've dwelled on that for a long time." But no, it is the video game's fault, yeah. not us. We're fine, we're not so, wrong. Do
1: people agree with you then that it was rubbish?
0: Um, nostalgia fuels a lot of these games. And I think anyone will have a hard time convincing you that you'll, you can actually have competitive fun with this. Yeah. There is a lot of nostalgia there, though, as there is with all these games. I mean, it was the highest-selling video game of the Attitude Era during the Attitude Era. Wow. So chances are, if you were watching wrestling and watching Steve Austin and going, yeah, you had this game. Right. Like, if you're a wrestling fan in the outside, you've played... You have played this game at least ten times or so. You know, you have. That's just the way it is. Um, We then moved on away from that into Golden Territory... You see, while those horrible games were being made, the likes of Warzone and Attitude, and they would also make an ECW game using the same uh, the same game engine later on, which was fucking revolting. Right. At the same time, you had THQ and uh, AKI from Japan were making these amazing games. They started off making WCW games, which was the main rival company for WWE during the Attitude era, back in the late 90s and early 2000s. Then they moved on to making wrestling games for WWF, the first of which being was Wrestlemania 2000 on the N64 which was the precursor to No Mercy which is widely considered as you can only tell from all the tweets we got 95% of them were asking you to play No Mercy. Yeah. I'll be honest Wrestlemania 2000 uh, is the reason why I got into video games because before really? then there was never a game that I actually cared about that much. But that was a game that had a really amazing crate wrestler and you could really go to town on it and... This is another rule for having fun in wrestling games, folks, which is creator modes and making your characters. And when you're a kid, making characters and making weird, wonderful creations to put in them with all the wrestlers is so much fun. And that fun, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm in my late 20s now and I'm still having fun doing that. But I was wondering a, mo- a moment about custom characters and stuff, what you thought to, to it.
1: What, to custom characters generally? Yeah, or? it's in
0: games. If you had fun making your character in different games we've played so far.
1: Different wrestling games? Yeah. Yeah, I've made my character on 2K16.
0: And you made your one in No Mercy as I well. I made my
1: character in No Mercy. Yeah. Didn't try making a character in Attitude.
0: It was a bit weird the one in Attitude. It's lumpy. Yeah, you'll have a lumpy character. Like lots of neck. <laughs> Head kind of sticking yeah. out a little bit. Weird kind of mittens instead of hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no fingers.
1: And I remember on um, one of the wrestling games I played at your house one time... Uh, was not into gender matches. Or they didn't know it wasn't... You couldn't make women?
0: Oh, yes, that was 2K15.
1: Really? Last
0: year's wrestling game. That
1: was 2K15? Yeah.
0: Um, I went to town, give it out. I remember at the time being so annoyed about the Crater Astro and I was kind of like, you can't get a proper beard in it. So I was like, well, you know, at least they included my gender. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I guess, you know, but still...
1: I remember... Uh, vividly making a... Because I wanted to obviously fight your characters and all the interesting wrestlers who were on there. So so I could make myself and also wrestle you folks. I made like a genderless (laughs) uh, kind of simultaneously male and female and something in between.
0: And androgynous wrestling yeah. character. Yeah.
1: I can't remember what their name was or really much about them, except they were fabulous. There's
0: really, only a cross between, um, I don't know, David Bowie and Stardust.
1: Yeah. That sounds familiar. <laughs> but, and I cool. mean,
0: the creation is, all, I mean, that's what got into me as a kid. In WrestleMania 2000, you know, there was 24 character slots. I remember me and my brother, like, staking out our, tur- our turf. Like, right, you get 12, I get 12. I have a question. You know.
1: Did you make your parents?
0: No, although oh it was many years later, when we were around 15 or 16, me and my brother made my dad to be our manager. <laughs> um, It was very easy, because there was Jimi Hendrix music in the game, because Hogan had at the time, and my dad loves Jimi Hendrix. So we had him come out to that. We made him small, because my dad is small. He looks like Mean Gene. And uh, also, as well, we made the name of our tag team, the Mahon Tribunal. Because uh, at the time, that was a very lengthy uh, court case about political injustice in Ireland. And everyone was hearing it. So we thought, Mahon Tribunal, that's ticking a box, culturally relevant. And there's never been a tribunal in wrestling before, has there? Plus
1: try, three.
0: You know, we've had mutilators, we've had maniacs, we've never had a tribunal
1: in wrestling.
0: <laughs> I want you guys to be the tribunal. You know, so we thought it worked it worked really well. Yeah. What we did do when we were younger, and this is very, very cathartic. Any young fans out there, uh, making one's teacher as uh, as a as a child in the wrestling game.
1: What if your teachers found out and you were, like, accused of bullying them or something?
0: Well, that was it. It No one was live... No one was going on Twitch and showing off what they made on on No Mercy back in those days. Yeah, true. So it was very, very secret. There's nothing they could do. Because if they came into your house to teach you, it was against the law. So if they came into your house to play N64, you could put them in jail. So, (laughs) exactly. So, uh, jokes on them. So, you know, easy peasy. (laughs) And I mean, you, you... would, you could go to the ridiculous levels. I mean, we remember we would like pick... It's like, no, no, no. Mr. Mulvaney doesn't wear that tie. He wears a dark blue tie, nine <laughs> times out of ten. Come on, do it right, you know? And uh, I think that one of the big rules for having fun in wrestling games is embracing creative characters yeah. and tinkering around with them. So No Mercy was then what we, we spent a bit of time on, which is widely regarded as being the best of all time. For me as a kid, certainly, this game... I think there was a period of six years where I played this game literally every day, it felt like. Just, you know, non-stop. It was such a big part of... When other nursing games came out, I still went back to No Mercy. Right. What were your thoughts playing it? Because you played it, you made your character, you did, like, women's championship mode for a bit, and then you did some men's championship mode. I know you wrestled Jerry Lawler as well.
1: Yes, I did. (laughs) In your first match. And I
0: lost. Bad idea,
1: picking him to be my first attempt at learning that game. I wanted to motivate you. I think at some point, once I'm better at it, I'll have to film myself beating the shit out of him. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good
0: idea. It's cathartic.
1: So I didn't like it at first because it was just different enough from what I was already familiar with on 2K6. You just got into grips with 2K6. just got to grips with <laughs> it. So I found it, again, the, the learning curve was quite steep. Mm,
0: very steep, yeah.
1: Um, the controls are super overwhelming, but. I mean, in some ways it's easier than 2K16 because it's less about the specific timing.
0: I think with the, the the thing with No Mercy is that it's easy to get the gist off very difficult to master. Right. I think that's maybe one of the links to the game's longevity is that, you know, I've been playing it for fucking a million years and I can still tell you that, I mean, I'm not really sure how to reverse properly if it's timing or tapping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just one of those... But again, the part of that made me feel the game had was at a very great level playing field in that... It wasn't just, these are all the moves, this is how you do it, that's it. There were strategies to do weird things, you know?
1: It has a really weird, like, intro video to the whole game. Oh, showing all the. uh, Rock centric.
0: Yeah. If you smell. Smell. If you smell. er, (laughs) (laughs) And.
1: it was really interesting as well, seeing in the little intro, you, it kind of shows off the main wrestlers on Of the, game. the, of the time as well. Yeah. You could see
0: young Stephanie, young Triple H.
1: Yeah. A really accurate Trish Stratus. You
0: were very impressed with the Trish, yeah. Really
1: impressed with the Trish. And uh, what I loved about it is because we were using uh, an old Nintendo cartridge <laughs> from Kevin's childhood, <laughs> all your old creator wrestlers were on there.
0: I shared that with my brother. That's what I wanted to say. We staked sure. out our claims. Sure. Have 50% for me, 50% for my brother. And most of the embarrassing ones he made.
1: Yeah. And, of course, there was some on there as well that you'd made with Adam. Oh, yes. When you lived together. Something that we had a bit of a kind of chuckle at was that Chris Benoit was on there. Ah, yes.
0: Chris Benoit, awkwardly, remaining in the game.
1: Yeah. I don't remember any of the characters particularly that you made now. I I, I should have written them down.
0: Well, all I know is that there was... um, a potentially racist Juan Cortez. who was meant to be like a generic luchador, <laughs> was, which is pretty bad. I
1: know you made yourself.
0: Oh, okay. you got to make yourself. Yeah, I mean, all right, another rule to a wrestling game. You got to make yourself, yeah. And you got to come up with a character for yourself, mm. and that character needs to evolve and change with time, right? You know, that's just the way it is. I went through many gimmicks for my character: um, Kung Fu Kevin, Cowboy Kevin you know, corporate Kevin. I went through several <laughs> phases with mine, but you've definitely got to have one. And your name you got to stick with. Like My brother always called his character Axeman because Axeman was one of the default names in Attitude. And he's right. like, the Axeman, his finisher is the Axe Bomb. Why does he call the axe? It doesn't matter. That's his name. Right. Or my friend Paddy, who tried to put in his name as Paddy the Wonderful or whatever, but instead it went in as P-Fault because he only put in the first letter and it was (laughs) default. And lo and behold, the legend of P-Fault was born, you know? Oh my God. But I mean, yeah, that's that's a huge part of it. Absolutely.
1: I love creating my own character on there. I think she looks really
0: awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was... So much more basic than the current created characters. Yes.
1: So much more options in a way.
0: Because it's like you pick a face, you pick a hair, you pick a body type, and it's, you know what, all these permutations, there is. There's so many, it's, it's overwhelming, but not so much kind of like I have to work to make it look good. Yeah. As well as, I just have to go through to find one that fits. Well,
1: exactly. And what I liked about it as well is that even though there's loads of options, like there was tons of hair that were quite similar to mine whereas there's none on 2k16 anything like my current hair
0: because in no mercy you pick the back of your hair and then you pick the front of your yeah. hair
1: easy clever and no lengthy loading screens no loading while you screens. just have to see what it looks like with your character
0: it's just it, it happens
1: yeah you see it that's what you'd look like if you pick this hair
0: i'll be honest i always wonder what it'd be like if i was a kid now growing up because i've never been patient for like Meticulous stuff I mean you know Like if we start building Something on Minecraft It's only a matter of time Before I get Distracted by a butterfly Or something mm. Or like you know Even in like Fallout and stuff I get very distracted easy. And like in wrestling games I wonder If, as a kid, I had to sit down and meticulously make these fucking characters, if I'd be like, you know what, fuck it, creativity isn't that important, never mind. Did
1: you not do much creative character as a kid then? No, as a
0: kid I did, because it was easy. But I'm saying now, with the current construct, it's very difficult to make a good character. You need to spend hours at that shit. I mean, I
1: can say as someone who played The Sims from the age of 10, and the custom creator wasn't enough for me. So me and my dad used this, like, hacked software. Oh, to put the
0: picture over the body, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as well
1: as using, like, my 10-year-old creepy face, like, on a fully grown adult sim we also tattooed using like <laughs> photoshop at the time mother onto my forehead gave me a facial scar made me look really cool
0: for, tough for the sims yeah Yeah. so your character could you describe your character in no mercy then what well you for? for those
1: who haven't seen it because I did post a video I think so she's got a uh, blue hair because they didn't have purple
0: blue is basically purple yeah. as I've said on many occasions and I've had blue
1: hair before we'll probably have it again so fine and then uh, she's a blue swimming costume on. Yeah. And a leather jacket, black leather jacket. Uh... Oh, and most
0: importantly he you had a bazooka.
1: And most importantly, I had a bazooka. And I came out to the right to censor theme. <laughs> which, a couple of people were like asking me why I chose to do that. And I couldn't really explain that on Twitter. But I kind of consider myself a bit of the fun police, yeah. And uh, I know I'm sure there are a lot of people out there, particularly on Reddit, who would consider me a bit like right to censor, maybe. So that was kind of a little homage. To ah, I
0: see. Yes, it was a little
1: joke to myself.
0: A little, a little, a little, little joke.
1: A, a jo- joke. A Joe joke. A joke. A
0: joke. I a like that. A
1: joke.
0: A joke. Emphasis on the Joe. There. <laughs> so we played a little bit of the story mode then. You went after the women's championship for a spell, I believe.
1: Yeah, my first match, I think, like my first proper, um, what are the different modes again? Yeah, like
0: exhibition mode was just regular one-on-one. Yeah, that's when
1: I was against Jerry.
0: And then you uh, wrestled in career mode. Yeah,
1: okay. So career mode, I went against Mae Young. <laughs> so it was my second match.
0: May Young, for those of you who don't know, it was an octogenarian wrestler. So she, uh, she used to show up, she was in her 80s. She was a wrestler back in the day, in the 50s and 60s. But she showed up regularly in the Attitude Era in the 80s. Sorry, when she was in her 80s, regularly to beat up other people. Or be thrown through tables. Yeah, thrown through tables. And... Or give birth to a hand.
1: Yeah, which I still don't understand the context of. Someday,
0: honey, someday. I
1: keep hearing random snippets of Mae Young, like apparently she'd like kiss men. Ladies are kind of
0: getting all these little bits as if it's going to piece together to make some sort of sense. Yeah. It won't.
1: No? Alright. Um, so my first match I was against Mae Young, and she... Absolutely destroyed me.
0: May Young was a bit of a beast in this game.
1: Yeah. It didn't make me feel good about myself that the first match was against Jerry Lawler, and I lost. The second match was against an octogenarian, and I lost. Mm-hmm. So my third match, or second on this story mode, was against Ivory. Oh, yeah. And I actually managed to win that one.
0: Yeah!
1: It seemed a lot easier than the first one.
0: And I, You know what? There, there's a feeling of, of great accomplishment when you see someone win. Yeah. In, in, and I don't know how you felt when you won, but I mean. When you
1: see someone win or when. Well, you we see win. someone come
0: to see like that they've come to grips with the controls and then they can actually win, and it's like, yes. Because you know? <laughs> I mean, I would go as far as to say, I don't know what you would think, but um, definitely a rule I would recommend for, for having fun with video games, with wrestling video games, is um, patience is a virtue. Yeah. You know, because they do have steep learning curves. None yeah. of them are pick up and play, super arcade You know, there's a couple of older ones that are a little bit like that, but the standard modern wrestling games aren't like that. No. So you do need to spend a little bit of time. But I think it's worth it, because once you do kind of get to grips with this, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of dang fun.
1: Definitely. So after I won against Ivory, my third match of storyline was against um, a wrestler called Cat.
0: Yeah, that's uh, Jerry Lawler's wife at the time.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, who also has blue hair. That was great. Um, but that one was really hard. That was a
0: fucking war, Jesus. I
1: nearly beat her a couple of times, but then she beat me, so that was that.
0: Poor thing.
1: Yeah. But it was quite fun. I mean, i played it a bit since, and I feel I am kind of getting to grips with the controls. I'm still losing more than I'm winning, though.
0: But I think what is one thing I always look back at, and everyone's explaining it to you, you're very impressed, which was the branching nature of the career mode yes. and the fact that there are like ten different careers each with a million branching paths none of which I've managed to finish
1: I'm yet to <laughs> see kind of the actual difference in paths yet because the bits I did were all very early on in the storyline so but still like-
0: depending on whether you win or lose you were doing different things Yeah, I think because you like lost one of those matches you got a different path that I had not like been down previously you have never lost because I never lost but I think that was pretty <laughs> cool like at the time trying to figure out oh, what is it I have to do to get these different paths mm-hmm. and and the the real fun thing about the game was that it tried Very very bootleg They tried to imitate the storylines that were happening At the time, right. like Mick Foley Who was retiring at the time, or Steve Austin Coming back from injury, or Chris Jericho Feuding with Triple Eight. And You would be whatever wrestler you were And you would just play that role, irrespective of if you were Mick Foley or Chris Jericho or not
1: I noticed on a couple of the like tangent flowchart bits. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a simple matter of if you lose, you get this one. If you win, you get this one. Sometimes Sometimes it can
0: be like if you win in a certain amount of time or if you win in a certain way. Like there was one, like if you get thrown out between these two numbers in the Royal Rumble or if you're the last man eliminated. So it was really, really cool, yeah. Because you don't get that kind of branching path with wrestling video games anymore because people expect there to be voiceovers and that means that they're very constrained with what they can do. Mm. I mean, like later on down the line, you know, in the early PS2 days... It was almost like a Japanese RPG and they had to like, wander around backstage and find random people to That's talk awesome. to. And had influence with them and you could challenge people to matches backstage. And you know, it, all this random weird shit would be happening. Like, what's Chris Jericho doing in the, outside the bathroom kind of stuff? And they've lost that now as a result.
1: Yeah, because it seems that it's a real kind of missed opportunity in a way. Because wrestling isn't just the fighting aspect. It's obviously the...
0: Kind the of ridiculousness, of into in character,
1: yeah, relationships and stuff.
0: And yeah, like a big part of it is like what these people say and do on the microphone. It's not just the wrestling. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why Vince McMahon insists that everyone sits down for 20 minutes and hears someone talk before they see any wrestling every time <laughs> you watch any of his shows. You know. So no um, mercy overall. that I would say maybe a utility to call like if you're if you think it's as, lives up to the hype or how wh- would you feel about it?
1: Um, I could. It's really hard for me to say, because, I mean, I'm not looking at it with nostalgia glasses. I mean, it seemed okay, but, yeah, not maybe as great as, like... I mean, it's difficult. I'm not as good as it maybe is...
0: I think yeah, there's less of a of an opportunity because there's not like much of a way of tutorials or anything. So other no. than just playing it lots more, I don't think there's. I feel much if into... I
1: absorbed loads of time into it, I would love it. Yeah, but I'm not really. I don't feel inclined to do that.
0: I think it, it's got some of these little things that make it really kind of. I mean, the gameplay is so so damn solid. It's so perfectly balanced. And I think as well, like, things like, you know, you mentioned there's no loading times. Yeah. I think the fact that every single wrestler on the roster, you can edit them in any way you want to. With the same software used to edit the regular wrestlers, everyone looks like they all belong together in the same group. Has Steve Austin come back with mutton chops? Well, you can damn well give him those mutton chops, friend. And you can't do that, really, without suffering through nine hours of loading screens. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's ridiculous, yeah.
0: Because I know I can do all that shit in 2K16, but I'm never gonna because I don't have an hour for loading screens.
1: for customization and story, No Mercy is easily the best of all the wrestling games I've played.
0: And those are two things that I say are king when it comes to having fun with wrestling games. I will say though, however, No Mercy did a bad thing for me. was that it made me ridiculously excited and pandering to wrestling games for many years to come. Because you know, back in the days before, you were reading on the internet and hearing about previews and demos and all that, how it was going to be. You know, you just assumed it was going to be amazing, the next one.
1: Oh no, did you end up with some really bad ones?
0: Well, like official Nintendo magazine, we'd all gotten our GameCube. So yeah. we were all just assuming, well, No Mercy on the N64 was incredible. Now GameCube's going to have a wrestling game. Well, that's going to be even... Better, surely. There's no way that they can go backwards. I remember reading all the magazines, all the previews, and the guy saying, It's just as good as No Mercy, except it's got incredible graphics and CD-quality music. And, oh God, isn't it a great time to be alive with our GameCubes? And then I played WrestleMania 18 on the GameCube. And I remember that Christmas morning, sitting with my brother, turning to him and saying, Maybe we'll unlock a black t-shirt for Creator Wrestler mode somewhere later in the game. We didn't. There's no. You couldn't get any. It was. There was no options at all. It was. There was no story mode. There was nothing.
1: So what, when you say no black t-shirt, did they not wear clothes?
0: Um, you couldn't have a black t-shirt. You could have a grey t-shirt, or you could have a black polo neck. But you couldn't have a black what? t-shirt. Now, I'm just saying, everyone in the early 2000s, 2002, 2003, their wrestling characters had black t-shirts and camo combat pants or whatever. Yeah,
1: how did, were you supposed to make Steve Austin, then, without a black t-shirt? You
0: You simply couldn't do any of the... It was an awful game, and it made me sick to my stomach. And, I mean, there was a lot of really bad wrestling games came out around that time. Like
1: I'm trying to think of, like, all the major wrestling t-shirts that have come out.
0: That have not been black.
1: And that have not been... Yeah, I can't think of... <laughs> Any. I mean I know there are some. Just but for the wow. record, I don't
0: want people to think that the biggest failure of WrestleMania eighteen on the GameCube was that it didn't have a black t shirt. <laughs> but that is if not anything symbolic of the greater problems as the game suffered as a whole So
1: what is the biggest problem about that game? It was just
0: fucking rubbish. There was no crowd reactions when they did anything. You know, there was no gameplay, like all the moves did the same amount of damage. Oh, there was geez. no excitement, nothing had impact. The lazy, shitty animations. It was awful. Terrible game. Very bad. It was a bit touch and go there for a while. And what really happened was that because you had your PlayStations, your Xboxes, and your GameCubes, there's just a glut of wrestling games. Yeah. There's a lot of really shit wrestling games came out. How many
1: wrestling games are there then?
0: If you're to go, I mean, I'd say. Over a 100. Jeez. Jesus. I mean, there was some real goal wow. came out around this time, don't get me wrong. I Hang mentioned. On.
1: Hang on, sorry. Over 100. Oh, yeah, easily and over 100. And when was the first wrestling game released? I don't
0: know, like late 80s, you would have had some wrestling games on the NES and stuff.
1: Wow. What were really early wrestling games like?
0: Oh, I mean, just kind of 8 bit. You played you a pixel. <laughs> well, 8 bit, so slightly more pixels. 8 pixels. 8, eight whole pixels representing Hulk Hogan around the yeah. really Giant. But I mean,. Other than the likes of uh, Here Comes the Pain, which I mentioned, there was a lot of real naff games, or just incomplete. There were there was a sense that games were being pushed out. And then they got into this thing which is like, a wrestling game has to come out every year. Every goddamn year. What I noticed with the yearly incarnations, I have had some great times with some of these games, but we didn't play a lot of them. The main reason being, if someone could tell me the fine details and points between SmackDown vs. Raw 2009 and SmackDown vs. Raw 2008... Or Smackdown vs. Raw 2010 and Smackdown versus Raw 2007. Those are the actual titles that the games had. Or wow. 2K16. Or WWE 14 and WWE 15. Or WWE 12 and WWE 13. You know, there's too many. The problem with these ones is that instead of like, hey, here's the game and there's a new feature and we're going to make it better and awesome, they would like take stuff out of the game and then bring it back in later on. So like one year, there was a thing where everyone was either face or heel and you had special moves depending on that then they got rid of that but then a year later they brought in a thing where you had like you know a character and then they brought it back in but then they took it out and this year again they put it back in or like hey this year you can do this type of match the following year we take it out the year after we put it back in saying hey you can do this match
1: that's so strange.
0: Taking moves out, putting moves back in.
1: Taking out Agenda, putting Agenda <laughs> yeah. back in. You know,
0: little things just like little things. not having the Hulk Hogan alternate attire for NWO, not being able to have any female wrestlers, little things like that. you just know tiny little just, things. Tiny little things like that. And it, it adds up. But I will say, 2K16 was, the, was a big step up. The cool things that were happening in recent years is that you've got now community creations and the sense of People online are going to make all the big wrestlers and all the cool shows and upload all the stuff. And we have benefited greatly from the hard work and imagination and creativity of other people. It's true. And that brings us on to 2K16, which we have been playing since launch. And has become a staple in our household and one which has uh, become rather ingrained in, in our gaming lives. And competitive. What were your first thoughts when you booted up 2K16?
1: I thought it was going to be like 2K fifteen.
0: Which was not fun.
1: Which I hated and I thought it was awful. Because I didn't like the fact that there weren't any female characters. And there was fuck all wrestlers in it. Fuck all wrestlers in it. I didn't think the graphics were that good, no, if it I'm looked, honest. It was ugly. It was I remember at the time you were like, wow, the graphics are really good. I was like, No, they're not. But it was
0: like it on the on the surface there were more pixels, the crowd was more animated. It's like, wow, Randy Orton looks incredible. And then but did you see the wrestlers who they weren't using in the ads to show yeah. off how great their skin was. I mean, look at CM Punk in 2K15, Jesus folks. Jesus Christ. A man who had left the company in very bad terms and was in the process of suing them when they still had to include him in the game because it was too late to take him out. Yeah. Yeah. And oh boy, you see some ugly looking wrestlers.
1: Seriously. So I thought it was going to be like that. So my expectations were really low. My
0: expectations were low as well, yeah. to be honest.
1: But the graphics for 2K16 are fantastic. They're they much, are really good. Better.
0: There's still some very shonky looking wrestlers in mm-hmm. it. Don't, don't get us they've wrong. They've clearly
1: got their favourites. Yeah. Like Triple H looks amazing.
0: Emma, however.
1: Emma. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Steve Austin looks amazing. Yeah. Then you've got, you know, Bailey, who doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean I think the game it's main strength this is bad to say I guess but it's main strength is that it managed to bring back most of the features that were taken out the year before yeah and I guess that placated a lot of people myself included
1: yeah god there Renee was awful
0: oh god Renee Young in that game does look like like a demon she is very terrifying. why
1: can WWE just not get Renee right
0: oh you've seen her uh, her toys recently as well
1: hideous
0: gargoyle woman yeah do you think like Vince McMahon like is secretly in love with Renee and then he found out that Renee is going out with Dean Ambrose and he's like give give me the people at Mattel make her make her a toy real ugly I think make her look is, like a freak. I
1: think whoever's in charge at Mattel is like a Dean Ambrose fan cuz you know how obsessive Dean Ambrose fans can yeah. get like Renee gets actual death threats from these teen girls who are like I love Dean I hate you and I hate you and I want you to die and I think someone like that is in charge of the Mattel range of toys
0: It was a game that you were rather frustrated with it at the start. But I guess, you know, patience was a virtue. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how has your experience evolved with the game? I mean, because, I mean, you went from very much struggling to play the game at all, and then you came to a point where you were beating muggins over here yep. in a competitive one-on-one contest.
1: I think my problem with it was thinking it would be like Tekken and that I'd have to button mash. To victory and glory. Yeah. Whereas, like, the thing that really helped me was realising that it's all about timing. Yeah. So it's not to do with button mashing and just being as quick as you can. Sometimes Patience it is and strategy to... yeah, and just things like that, yeah. So once I got the hang of that, and once I started realising when the reversal points were, uh-huh. it started getting a bit easier.
0: Have you got any faves you like to play as in the game?
1: Yeah, Bojack Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking I know,
0: she does She plays the fuck out of that Bojack
1: Bojack Horseman's the best wrestler on our How
0: about IRL wrestlers in the game?
1: IRL wrestlers uh, I love playing as Callisto Oh god, he's so but fast With his flippity-doos But the
0: wrestlers do genuinely play differently And that's yeah. something which A lot of wrestling games have struggled with in the past Whereas this time around I mean, when you play like Callisto You mentioned I think Neville and Seth Rollins yeah, as well Are two, always babe. so much fun to play as
1: Whereas like, playing is big show <laughs> Or Andre the Giant, and it's a you've got yourself a very slow game. Luke
0: Harper is my main in it. So,
1: yeah, yeah, you're a bit intimidating as Luke Harper. Oh yeah,
0: because you can. Oh, the game has got taunts where they will say the thing as well. So you play Big E, you can make him go New Day, <laughs> or you can make Bray go I'm the eater of Worlds. <laughs> I love that. So or Russo, he's got four different versions of him going Ah, yeah, or
1: the taunts are pretty good, especially for newer wrestlers. Yeah,
0: I think that's really, really cool.
1: The game has an internal bias, I think, prejudice, in that we've had so many Smackdowns, pay-per-views, main events, yeah. which is Randy Orton versus John Cena.
0: Oh, yeah, you're talking about universe or, mode in it. Universe mode, yeah. So universe mode is a thing in the game where it simulates, it's own, it makes up like mock shows. You give it a roster, you give it your champions, and then it will make shows and pay-per-views based on that. So yeah, ours was weird. Yeah, you were mentioning we got some pretty unfavorable uh um...
1: Seamus <laughs> appeared a lot in them.
0: Seamus and Randy Orton appeared literally ten times in a calendar year once.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I swore I, I took them out. I
1: swear you did too. <laughs> they seem to put it back in. And then Vince we...
0: McMahon's just in his in his office with like a, a red light. <laughs> Mr. McMahon, someone has removed Seamus and Randy Orton from two K sixteen. God damn it, put them back in. Release the patch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: The other thing that keeps happening in our 2K16 is Eva Marie keeps winning the belt. Like like, NXT on NXT as well. On NXT, yeah.
0: She, she's been like the, the backbone, the cornerstone, the foundation of the NXT Women's Revolution. She's
1: been, I think she's held the title now for like, it's like 40 weeks, consecutive yeah. weeks it's, it's on depressing. the game. It's really hard to beat her.
0: You need to get your shit together huh?
1: Why me? You <laughs> take just, it down.
0: I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I think Eva Marie, she does very well, you know. She's a star on Total Divas.
1: They've just made her so OP. I don't even know how.
0: Do you think because they did such a bad job at scanning her in, they're like, right, just make her really good. Yeah. And she's like, you got my hair. R- oh, I'm really good and never mind. Yeah. I am
1: surprised they got her so inaccurate considering... She's like a poster child. She is, yeah. yeah. She's the, she's the face of Fastlane now, so...
0: Well, what I will say as well, right, another, another thing I think, and a great way... I'll give this as a rule of how to have fun in wrestling games. But, I mean, you seem to really get a better understanding of match rules, move names, and like yearly show structures. Like the idea of pay-per-views being at this time of year and what those pay-per-views mean. Through playing the game, I think, I don't know if you yeah. realise, you've gotten a much better understanding of that. No, it's
1: true. I've it was, It's something we said in one of the earlier episodes of How To Wrestling was people sent in tweets saying, oh, I think I learned wrestling moves in video games. And that's so, definitely, I think. And that's 100%. I've learned so many moves through, especially finishes. Yes, through this game,
0: and also as well, I think knowing wrestlers' entrance music. Yes, yeah,
1: definitely. I'm getting quite good now at guessing because that was something I always thought was so strange when I was watching wrestling with like you or Adam or someone was that along. Yeah, uh, you, uh, the music would start uh, and you'd be, be like, "Oh my god!" I'd be like, "I have no idea who this is."
0: We are psychic because Vince McMahon and the WWE have telepathically communicated through the use of song, yeah. like in uh, "Close Encounters of the Third Kind." And now we know subconsciously that Jack Swagger is gonna come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so overall it's been a positive experience that play the game.
1: Yeah, I love 2K16. And I've only stopped playing it recently because of Fallout.
0: Yeah, I mean Fallout put a bit of a dent in that. I still I mean we booted up for a for for our live stream recently and I had so much fun playing it.
1: God, the um our little universe. That's
0: what I was gonna is, say. Oh. And another way to have fun while you're playing wrestling games is, Jesus, don't take it too seriously. Yeah. 2K16, if you happen to get it, has got over 100 creator wrestler slots. Wow. Now, if you download every cool, they should be in WWE, man, even though everyone who should be there seems to be there these days, though, right their going in NXT. <laughs> but if you download all your Samoa Joes and AJ Styles and what have you and put them in there, you still have a lot of room left. Mm. And something that me and Adam had done previously, and Joe and I have done on our 2K16, is start up a freak show which is why to wrestling? Yeah, we start off by making our Hawaii 2 wrestling arena, which has got Triple H's pump face and
1: Illuminati and Illuminati decorations everywhere. Yeah,
0: and the two people who are allowed in are either a fictional characters or people of public interest, or b racist old wrestlers. Yeah, so in there we've got like Bojack Horseman, Wario, minions. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, a
1: few memes,
0: Ultimate Warrior, <laughs> Sanic the Hedgehog, yeah, um, you, you know you got Buzz Lightyear in there, Wario, Waluigi, the yeah. heavy hitters, Han Solo and Chewbacca, the tag team champions, Top Gear, Top Gear. I just, I I love that we've got Top Gear. We got Jer- someone actually uploaded Jeremy Clarkson's fucking disgusting face. And put it on using a photo. Jeremy Clarkson and Richard Hammond. There are monster heels. It's like it's like old timey ECW, like the Dudley Boys. You know, they, you give these characters personality, and all of a sudden you have motivation to play. Jeremy Clarkson and Richard Hammond coming out, running down the fans. Just being in this piece of shit arena <laughs> makes me fucking sick. Ah! Imagine being one of the fans. Ah, imagine not being from England. Ah. This is the worst city in the world. <laughs> oh, Clarkson's going for his finisher. It's the what have they done with the steering side slam. So yeah, I mean Did we
1: call his finisher the fracas in the
0: end? I can't <laughs> the remember. Fracas? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Thank God, he, there's some kind of fracas. <laughs> Folks, I don't know what's happening, but next month I expect Chris Evans to be here in his stead. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Another rule I will say on the basis of that, if you want to have fun playing wrestling games, get friends around. Get them to play the wrestling games with you. Show them your weird universe. Show them your weird characters. Look for people online together to download that you wouldn't think that anyone would have their right mind make as a character Yet did anyway. I mean, for instance, the other day we downloaded a David Cameron. Yeah, that's beautiful that there's people out there doing that. Yeah,
1: and I even made a Jeremy Corbyn, but it got fucking deleted by the game.
0: I don't think the world is ready for your amazing Jeremy. It was so good. Jeremy Corbyn, Baron Corbyn, tie team champions. Yes, it's gonna happen. The Corbins The game, in many senses, because we mentioned, oh, there's not a story mode like there is in. You know, like a really good story where like there's mm. a no mercy or anything. But the fun of the game comes from that, I think. Yeah, that's where you get your longevity by you just making the show and you having the I've... The, the the concepts, the feuds. Because we we did like full year feuds, where like Luke Harper is world champion, Joe won the Royal Rumble as Kane, and then yeah. like Kane and Luke Harper are big mad main event. Vince McMahon doesn't care; he's putting the two big guys, yeah, <laughs> in the main event, yeah. Look at the size of those big guys.
1: I honestly think the um, whole creative wrestling mode thing, our universe, has just unlimited replayability. I just don't think I'll ever get bored of it.
0: i saw ever seen Joe giving Bojack Horseman taunts yeah. in the game and you were so engrossed. I
1: just want to go through and download a hundred weird wrestlers and give them all gimmicks and finishes and entrance music and stuff.
0: It's and awesome. It's just a shame about the goddamn loading times. Yeah, you it know? is. That's it's a really real is. shame. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, you'll get to see plenty more of our weird universe mode if you join us for our uh, live stream. Those Patreon backers out there, those do come out and uh, we're, we're having a blast and we want to get more people's input. Yeah.
1: we, we want to encourage people asking us weird questions make
0: it weirder make our universe mode weirder is what we're looking for
1: yeah feel free to tell us people to download
0: so I will say in closing about that game I mean there's so much fun to be had with it honestly if you're someone who's just there and you don't usually have people around or people to play with the online's a bit choppy and aggressive so you know I think these are games joined with enjoyed with friends. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is something you'd recommend for just people to pick up on their own.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'd play it on my own. I yeah, mean, I like
0: me, me neither. If I'm honest, I It'd play be... it with
1: you because I think it's quite fun. Maybe I would. I mean, it's not like single player is awful.
0: No, but I guess it's the same kind of ding dong. I think you would get
1: slightly bored of it over yeah. after a while because the fun thing for me, I think, definitely is the the universe mode. And yeah random weird matches which is funny when you've got someone to kind of laugh at it with you
0: I think yeah that's so two other rules on the basis of that keep it weird and also as well have friends around to play it and when they are playing it one of you has to do commentary over it as well. Okay? That is very, very important. Yeah. So when anyone leaves the ring, you just go, Ambrose Asylum, and you know that it's it's solid. You know, I wanted to mention maybe one or two other gems, because we talked about some of the, the best wrestling games that are out there, current wrestling games that are out there, but well, there have been some shockingly weird wrestling games out there over the years. I've
1: heard odd bits and pieces about weird wrestling games.
0: Obviously. I mean, I will say... Check out, Adam did a, a blog recently where he looked at weird wrestling games in the mobile app store. Yeah,
1: that's kind of the ones I'm familiar with. The weird dentist <laughs> mobile <laughs> There's games. There's so many
0: dentist games. So many dentist about wrestling about? games.
1: Wrestling if you search, dentist, like, like, dentist wrestling, loads of results.
0: Fertile ground for money, obviously. I don't understand. Now, I've been playing Super Cards recently, which is just weird. It is just a weird game. Is it fun? It's fun in the sense of if you could cast the Simpsons tapped out, it was being fun, is it? Is
1: it multiplayer?
0: No, uh, yeah, you can play against people, but it's just you know, press button, you win. Press button, you win. Upgrade. Press button, you win again. Ah, keep playing. Give us your money. Give us it now. In a moment of weakness, maybe not tonight. Premium content. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed you've never
1: invited me to play it with you so. Yeah, I, it,
0: I don't want you to go through what I went through with it
1: Were you secretly addicted?
0: I, I was beginning to think I would be addicted
1: Oh god, I've know? never known you to be addicted to a mobile game For
0: that, it's From now on, it's just solitaire and heroin for me, honey Okay, yeah, keeping course. on the up and up mm-hmm. Now the two ones I wanted to talk about First of all, WWE Crush Hour It was came out on the PS2, GameCube, Xbox and all that jazz in a real, really weird move, they decided, you know what? We've had enough wrestling games. Let's go with a wrestling game that is instead Twisted Metal. Because it was a wrestling game where you had cars and had to drive around destroying other wrestlers' cars. It was set in a future world where Vince McMahon had purchased all media and now his WWE superstars had to be in other shows. So it was like a death rally thing, but with wrestlers in cars. And you drove around, as you know, Steve Austin in his pickup truck, shooting missiles at Kane.
1: Wow! Um, it was
0: really bad.
1: That sounds really fun. <laughs> it's
0: so fucked up! The other one as well, and I mean, if wrestling in a wrestling game, what would be one thing you think was absolutely necessary to have in on screen at all times, or most of the time? What do you need for wrestling to happen?
1: A wrestler?
0: Yeah. What do they need as well?
1: Like a ring?
0: There was this wrestling game where there was impossible to actually wrestle in a ring. It was a game that WCW made, WWE's rivals back in the day. Ironically, one of the last games they released before they went out of business, it was called WCW Backstage Assault and you weren't allowed to wrestle in an actual wrestling ring in it. You could only wrestle, like, round back or in a car park.
1: So what do you mean weren't allowed?
0: As in, there was no option in the game for the two wrestlers to meet within the confines of a wrestling ring. Huh. They could only <laughs> wrestle in, like, catering or an office or a toilet or something like that.
1: Well, I guess that makes it a bit more interesting.
0: But there was no context given for it. There was no like kind of, oh, it's a world gone mad and there's no place to wrestle. So we have to, it's just no, you're not wrestling in the ring cuz you've put in WCW backstage assault. This is the game you play when you wrestle backstage.
1: Well, I mean it's it makes not, sense. It's the name on the game.
0: I know, but I mean, I remember my cousin getting that and then, you know, sitting there for an hour playing through it going, No, we will unlock the wrestling ring.
1: Does it matter if you have a wrestling ring?
0: Imagine there's a wrestling game where no one can run against the ropes or go into a corner or jump off the top rope. you've got
1: other things you can do.
0: You can jump off a truck instead.
1: Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I don't understand what the problem is.
0: It's because it's not what wrestling was, I guess.
1: I don't know. Wrestling back in the day seemed to be pretty weird and in boiler rooms and... I guess if it, uh, in their
0: in in their dreams it would be this consistently weird and wonderful. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's well, there's been so many instances with wrestling games over the years which have had like really weird stories in them. There was one where you played the main storyline any of the main wrestlers you wanted to pick. It could be like Kane or Edge or John Cena or whatever. And randomly, this female wrestler called Candace Michelle came up and waved a magic wand and turned your character into uh, a woman. And then you had to spend the rest of the story mode. You know, with like edges in love with you, and you have to wrestle this evil witch Candice Michelle to get back your uh, your gender. What? <laughs> it was so strange. There was another one as well where it was like Stephanie. It starts off and Stephanie McMahon has had you thrown out, and you're banned from wrestling. Get out of here. So you wrestle everyone until you get back into WWE. Like one wrestling thing, you're 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 up on a construction site beating up construction site workers, and then you're in like a shopping center beating up shopping assistants. <laughs> And then you're back in wrestling. It's so weird. There's a lot of weirdness in the world of wrestling.
1: Yeah, is that because of... I mean, is these all licensed WWE games? Yeah, they're all licensed WWE games. Weird.
0: Trying their damnedest to make a (laughs) storyline.
1: Were they popular, these kinds of games?
0: More. I mean, they were the ones that were coming out, like. So, I mean, now and then, just this really weird, you know, these weird levels or whatever would come out in in story modes and you'd just be kind of like, wow, that's strange. On with it, I guess, you know, just... Take it on the chin and off you go, you know?
1: Wow.
0: In terms of recommendations, I think you know No Mercy and Two K Sixteen are great ones to start off with. But if you're looking for something different, Fire Pro Wrestling is a series from Japan, which is fucking awesome. It's like a top-down isometric thing, really, really fun. Loads of customization. You can make like anyone in it. It's just really, really fun. There's a million versions of it. it's out in the Game Boy Advance back in the day.
1: How does it work? If it's top down.
0: Uh, it's kind of it's. From a slight, it's like a 16 bit kind of isometric perspective, essentially. So, you're looking down kind of at an angle at the wrestlers of the ring. Really, really fun. And I mean, as well, if you're maybe not into the wrestling side of things, there are loads of like pro wrestling booker simulators, which admittedly, I've never played, but that sounds like the most fun ever.
1: Apparently Vince Russo has a YouTube series where he plays one of those wrestling booking games.
0: I feel like the markets, I mean, like, what? we couldn't do better than Vince Russo playing that game, could we? I mean...
1: Surely, must sure. be able to. He struggles, apparently. Really? Yeah, all the videos are of him trying to work out how to play this game series that he plays.
0: Well, I think we have an advantage on him in that we have the combined youth and experience of young gamers.
1: So, some people did mention that they played the wrestling simulator games and yeah. they said it was really fun
0: yeah I mean I, I've never like I've always viewed those games as probably being really addictive
1: I think I would absolutely I get addicted to so many simulator games
0: like football manager but with wrestling yeah
1: exactly because
0: there was on one of the Smackdown versus Raw series they did have a GM mode where you had to like book the show, have your good guys, bad guys. You had to put on like a really exciting pay-per-view, have storylines that built to that. And then you had to put on like your gimmick matches, but you had to you had like an injury meter. So if you kept putting everyone in like TLC matches every night, they would get injured and be out for like six months or whatever, and you'd lose your top star. Mm, but when your pretty. top stars came back, you could build them up with vignettes. It was really smart. And you had your budget. You could trade wrestlers over. I still feel like an official WWE Book the show game would be fucking awesome. Yeah. I'd love that so, so much. I think now maybe it's a good time to get into some tweets and Facebook posts because we got a lot of recommendations and uh, the like from people on the how-to community.
1: So thanks, guys, for sending in your uh, your Facebook comments and tweets as always. So we've got one here from Chris Lynch. He says, Severe lack of mobile wrestling games. Apart from a few, it's just quiz games or those weird dentist ones. So we're not the only people who've realised that dentist games are... The dominant. Of the <laughs> it's a
0: recurring theme. I mean, I recently got like a proper phone for the first time ever, and I got like there was one or two of like the the booking games of the simulator games that I got, and all I did was make my phone hot. And don't get me wrong, cold night, pop that in your bed, 20 minutes, that's that's lovely. Don't need a hot water bottle. Don't need it, but I do need a non-hot phone, because then mm. I get a hot ear if I try to call someone. That's true. I did mention on Twitter a while ago, I was like, is there a really good, like, proper fucking balls to the wall, hard, really challenging levels of of depth uh, wrestling trivia game. It doesn't really seem to me. There seems to be like a bunch of like random short ones. What a waste. The market is wide open. Yeah. No one nick or idea, yeah?
1: <laughs> Mark Henley says, Will WWE Crush Hour, aka Twisted Metal with Matt Hardy, make it into how-to video games, or is it better left forgotten?
0: I mean, I'll be honest, I don't have Crush Hour, nor have I the means to play Crush Hour, but I do think if there ever was a game that you could say give the premise of and the person get a real idea of what it is, wrestlers in cars trying to kill each other. I think Joe pretty much figured out what crush Air is all about.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically Candy Crush, I assume. <laughs> DS Tonto says, I remember playing the first Smackdown game so much that the disc started to melt. Oh, man. Yikes. Those,
0: those, those were the days, I mean. The old PS1... And the PS2, the the SmackDown games, the the scratches on them. I remember times us playing them, and like kind of the game just completely—you like can hear it grinding in oh. the in the drive. It would come out, it would be fucking roasting hot, like steam. God. That's how much they play it, like.
1: Jeff Maxfield says clearly you need to check out Galactic Wrestling featuring Ultimate Muscle for the PS2. What?
0: Ultimate Muscle, yeah, that's the um. The anime we mentioned before, also manga, uh, the oh. wrestling anime, that's where it's Samoa Joe, the muscle buster, his finishing move comes from Ultimate Muscle. Oh, yeah. I'll sure. be honest, as somebody who watched like 10 episodes of Ultimate Muscle on Cartoon Network back in the day, I'm dead excited to get into that. I think that's its own, that could be its own podcast down the line. I'd love to look into it.
1: With the name like Galactic Wrestling, Seriously. I it's set in space.
0: I hope they've got a moon-based pay-per-view, like yeah. Moon Madness. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Skeletons of Funk says I love the new simulation games but I miss shooting ghosts or jumping out of a helicopter from the oldies.
0: They took you know, backstage is something that's not in 2K16 really. No. We had a little bit of that No Mercy I told you you could go into the locker room and the bar and well, all that. Well clearly
1: they saved it all for that one game which uh, is yeah. all, all backstage.
0: <laughs> backstage assault. If you want to go backstage yeah. just play backstage assault guys. Yeah, yeah duh. Here comes the pain which is people consider to be the peak of the, the Smackdown series. It took it to a ridiculous level in that you could wrestle then you could wrestle into backstage, from backstage to a subway station, from a subway station to Times Square in New York. I
1: think I remember watching you and Adam play that one. Yeah, you
0: could climb up a helicopter and jump off, do like a salt off a helicopter.
1: Fucking hell. But it
0: was completely like, you know, you jump off a helicopter and you get up straight away. There was It exposed the business, for lack of a better term, <laughs> honey.
1: Yes, Mode Games says, Here comes the pain."s representation of women is awful. Whoever wrote the female manager storyline is a creep. What happened there?
0: Don't recall it. Oh. Although I do know that there was like in all the early Smackdown games, there was loads of like kind of, you know, if your character was a female, there's a good chance that there'd be a scene where you had to be in like a bikini contest with Jerry Lawler going, wow, or something of the like.
1: Well, that sounds traumatic. Very
0: traumatic.
1: Ah! <laughs> Speaking of, um, Insta619 says, I remember playing Here Comes the Pain and playing the bra and panties match. I was eight and confused.
0: They included bra and panties matches in like a couple of them, but that wasn't even the worst one.
1: Seriously? Yeah,
0: they included them where you literally had to tap a button to take their clothes off.
1: Fucking hell! How can you do that while you're masturbating at the same time?
0: (laughs) It was before the days of Let's Play. No one could stream it, you know? Cruelty. There was one, though. There was one year... And they literally like, even though WWE at, at the time wasn't PG, it was still pretty like dicey. So like 2005 or something like that. And There was like a fulfill your fantasy match where it was like you picked the outfits that they wore so you could like have them. And they were like had a schoolgirl outfit or a nurse's outfit or Fucking a maid's hell. outfit. It was just like it was just it was really like you know what it reminded me? Of? You know like Dead or Alive, the those the volleyball games.
1: Oh. God,
0: and because they had some Japanese developers, I think that's where the the, the root of that was, where it was like, oh, let's dress them up and it'd be all weird, like. And I think that as it's got a little bit more Western influence, and obviously WWE becoming PG, they quietly uh, sweep that under the carpet.
1: Oh, jeez, eight. eight eight years old.
0: At the end, yeah, that's that's fucking creepy.
1: Did they have? Could you fight as a woman in those games? Yeah. Well, that's something at least. At least it's not like entirely one-sided.
0: That was something I wanted to mention actually because you can't, in the current iterations, you can't have a, a man wrestle a woman. Yeah. And obviously that makes it rather difficult if you want to like just, you know, make your character as a female and go wrestle Whoever yeah. You can't. You can no. only wrestle Nikki Bella. Way back in like the olden I mean, you were playing the hardcore championship mode wrestling Shawn Michaels and Jerry Lawler in No yeah, Mercy. Yeah, Godfather. It, it, it <laughs> didn't blink an eyelid. So yeah. I was wondering like, If that's... I mean, I can see the reasons for it, I guess. But, I mean, do you think that's an appropriate reaction to it?
1: I... This is a real difficult one to have an opinion on because I kind of see both sides of it, I think. I understand why they don't do it. Because...
0: The angry weirdo who makes the girl he likes. Yeah, you're
1: going to get some fucking creep making his ex-girlfriend and then film him beating her up on the game and then streaming it to YouTube. And
0: instead they should just be making their teacher a beating them Yeah, up instead, exactly. You know?
1: Wholesome, Wholesome teacher hatred. <laughs> exactly. So I can understand why they don't do it but it's really cool being able to play into gender matches. It is a lot more fun. Yeah, A lot more fun. Because currently, yeah, if I want to wrestle anyone, I've got the choice of like what the Bella Twins and the cast of Total Divas. Yeah, if you've
0: even got your Divas Revolution in there. No, have I you? haven't got
1: my four horsewomen so as no. no one really I particularly want to wrestle unless I want to download shit custom made ones online mm. no offence to the ones that are good
0: yeah I mean there are some good ones out there but I still think it is a bit, a bit of a pain isn't it
1: well yeah it's certainly annoying it means I don't play as myself much. if
0: only that they could get the data gathering to an extent where they kind of go alright oh, this person clearly hasn't got fucking anger issues mm. let them do you know let them do intergender <laughs>
1: they should allow it but just for women <laughs> like
0: you can do you can do an intergender tag match in it and if a man touches a woman or a woman touches a man it's automatically DQ and it ends the match seriously
1: yeah, yeah. So that's uh...
0: That's a, yeah, it's a bit weird, like. Yeah. But again, they don't do intergender matches on WWE TV. They will do an intergender tag match, I guess. Yeah. But that's really the or a mixed tag, I should say. That's really the extent of it. This is an interesting one. I always thought because it does kind of.
1: I can confirm it makes it less fun if that's what you're asking. Yeah, I guess. It so. does. It's 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 why I play as like Bojack rather than other, character. my character.
0: Yeah. You can only beat up Eva Marie so many times. And exactly. Rather
1: not something. beat up, be beaten up by. <laughs> <laughs> Snotsnit says sorry that's a great username no, Seriously, Snotsnit says my favourite memory is discovering No Mercy and the large No Mercy modding community
0: that was something I wanted to mention as well yeah No Mercy really active modding community as in there's people who like have the current roster. roster they have like the the photograph faces all updated. They, they made the moves, animated them, add them all in. Incredible. It's still going. I think it's awesome. That's it's really. so cool. strange though that it's still going. I get it's just one of those games that because people like like the gameplay so much and it's so different to what's on offer currently that people really still like fly to us.
1: How does it work then to upload to because you've got an internet connection on the N64?
0: Oh, it's they play like a a, a ROM version of N64, of the N64 game like on their PC. Oh yeah that's how it works right and I'll be honest as someone who loves No Mercy more than anything it's something I've always figured at some point I would give a whirl I'm yet to do it because Mm. mainly I'm not really sure how (laughs) ah
1: I'm sure we could work it out well I'm sure we we could work it out you
0: know but that's something I've always wanted to do Um, I've got a couple of Facebook posts over here as well a lot of people re talking about kind of their their favourite games and whatnot. a lot of love for no mercy and here comes the pain for reasons already discussed one which we thought i had to mention here coming from barry Furtado saying a fun fact about smackdown just bring it which was smackdown three i believe was that fred durst was in the game but here's how it came across because the undertaker at the time he was american badass and he had roland as his entrance music right and fred durst would only release the rights if he was included in wow. the game wow and That's also savvy
1: i, I- you know, same, to be honest, if I wrote a hit song.
0: Also, Fred Durst is one of those OP characters in the game. He's got, like Yeah, he's got easier like, standard, like, press slam and 450 splash, make me the best.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that gives me so much respect for the guy, because, yeah, that's what I'd do.
0: Somebody here mentioning as well a Def Jam Vendetta series of games which actually use the No Mercy engine and that control system, you know, the 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 same fighting style, but it was not used as a wrestling game, it was used as a stars from the world of hip hop fighting game so you could have like Flava Flav versus Exhibit you know in a bar I remember playing them and like loving the fighting style but not knowing who the fuck anyone was right Except for, I mean, obviously I knew my man X to the Z exhibit because I watched Pitman ride like a champ. Yeah. Other than that, no clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely one worth checking out if you're looking for a more modern iteration of that fighting style. Huh. And of course, a number of people mentioning on Facebook. One which I was try- I was thinking if I should avoid or not because it makes me seem like a big saddo. But No Mercy, the game we were talking about, when it first shipped back in the year 2000, it had a dreadful bug with it.
1: Oh, God, I think people have mentioned
0: this bug. Have you heard about this? It wiped all your progress, all your memory, 100%.
1: Yeah, someone... Randomly
0: and <laughs> frequently.
1: <laughs> someone said it happened to them on Christmas Day yeah. when they got there. Oh, happened
0: no. to me on Christmas Day.
1: What? It'll
0: be fine, we said. We'll just spend the next six hours making all of our characters like we've done for the last six hours.
1: Oh, no. That's horrible. You would lose
0: all your creative characters... All of the unlocks, all of your money, all of your—the reason, honey, if, in case you're wondering why I never finished the No Mercy branching path storyline—that
1: makes more sense now—is
0: because it kept freezing. Reason- <laughs> I maybe have over the years have completed it. The copy I have now is a newer copy, which um, isn't—I can't believe it took me so long to get a new copy. But I, in the last few years, I got a copy that doesn't bro- isn't broken.
1: So how often would it do this?
0: Sometimes, if you're lucky, it could be like up to a week or two. If you're very unlucky. Up to- uh, if you're very unlucky, it would be like every couple of hours.
1: Seriously, you could
0: copy over your created wrestlers onto the memory card, so they would be in the bank. So if it was deleted, then you could just at least at least get your wrestlers over yeah. that you made. But Whatever, being really horrible, that you'd be like, kind of, all right, here comes this awesome match. It's me versus my brother, and the saying that you knew that it was a saying like like Pavlov's dog that made me upset which was the default entrance music. Because if you made a default wrestler and made no changes, it would come out to the default music, which it make that horrible kind of scratchy wow. noise. So no one would use that music because it sounded awful. Yeah. Like really awful. So then you'd be like, all right, here we go. Time for my character to come out. And here's... And then all of a sudden, a plain generic default wrestler would come out oh. and stare at you as the phrase default. It's been deleted. Oh,
1: jeez. <laughs>
0: And I feel like a big shadow because I know loads of my friends, myself included, we kept playing it anyway.
1: You kept recreating them.
0: Then we just kept copying them over from our memory well, cards.
1: Well, that's not so bad.
0: Sold a couple of memory cards in our time for yeah. it, you know, but, uh... Phew! Wow! Thanks for reminding me, Facebook. That's a fucking traumatic childhood moment, oh. right? <laughs> well, that's gonna do it for how-to video games. It was nice having a traipse through the different areas of video game. Hopefully Joe will continue to play No Mercy and hopefully you will continue to enjoy 2K16. I
1: think I'll leave Attitude alone.
0: I think Attitude is best left for the shelf for now as a constant reminder of of where How we've come far from, we've come, yeah. we've come a long way, baby. You <laughs> know. <laughs> Firstly, big man props once again for Arnel de Leon for an yeah. amazing request over on Patreon. Uh, this was a really fun one to do, and looking at the list of stuff that's coming up through the Patreon requests, oh my god, some like amazing concepts—not just wrestlers, but like ideas and yeah. bigger things to come and visit. All of which are really going to help. Joe get a wider and more varied experience of the world of wrestling.
1: It's great. It gives me something really solid to look forward to. All these Patreon requests, yeah. like episodes that are upcoming, just I'm excited for every single one of them. They're all so good.
0: Christopher Holland's our another Patreon backer, has requested for our next episodes. You could say, Joe. <laughs> I guess you could say. I guess you could say that it's the perfect request.
1: Oh.
0: A. Perfect request. There you go. Because this perfect request... (laughs) (laughs) I guess you could say it's a perfect request. I guess you could. It's Mr. Perfect. Is it? It's Mr. Perfect is going to be our next one. Mr. Who? Mr. Perfect. Everything he does is perfect. Is he any good? He's pretty much perfect. Yeah. Now, Mr. Perfect is someone who Joe has been briefly introduced to, seeing him wrestle Hulk Hogan to a passable match. Yes. And I've been of the opinion that Joe thing is going to think Mr. Perfect is awesome because he's very much...
1: You think so, do you?
0: I think he's very much the kind of the archetype of a lot of the wrestlers that you like currently like your Sami Zayn's and your Neville's mm. and your Cesaro's and whatnot. A lot of them owe that style to Mr. Perfect. Really? So that is our, going to be our next episode which is How to Perfect. So we very much like people to send in match recommendations backstage segments where he does things perfectly <laughs> Joe has already seen him play uh, sports perfectly quite a bit mm-hmm. he is perfect in every way yeah. we need not just matches though from his time in WWF as Mr. Perfect but also from his time in WCW as Kurt Hennig and also his time beforehand in AWA as Kurt Hennig as well because I think uh, I like to, if we get like a full picture of where he was before WF where he was after info as well on the fact that his son Curtis Axel is someone who you've seen on WWE TV and maybe we could talk a bit yeah. about that as well. So how to perfect is going to be the hashtag. So go over to Twitter using the hashtag how to perfect give us matches recommendations thoughts opinions is he someone that maybe is not remembered as fondly as he should be is he someone someone who was a pioneer as many people think or was he as some people might say overrated <gasps> I'd like to hear a variety of opinions on that at Facebook as well go over to the artwork the artwork for this is going to be fucking incredible as always it's so good Dan Swanton so did an good. amazing amazing job I'm so happy <laughs> with this Mr. Perfect artwork he's
1: got his noodle hair down to a T
0: his super noodle hair yeah specifically because they're noodles but they got a gloss yeah like a super noodle it's like shine <laughs> so yeah go over to facebook.com slash howtoresting as well to leave your comments match recommendations and thoughts on Mr. Perfect and of course as well to keep up to date with how to wrestling all our latest comings and goings our happenings tweets things like Wrestling Move Monday our new fantasy booking series and many more weird and wonderful things coming your way make sure you're heading over to twitter.com forward slash how to keep up to date and our vine which is linked to that same twitter account check it out
1: we've been hosting some fantastic Wrestling Move Mondays and a new segment fantasy booking I, I'm
0: really trying to I think we're trying to blow this thing wide open yeah. some new concepts Yeah. new some new thoughts, let's know
1: watch what you out. think. Watch out, watch out, WWE it may blow your mind.
0: I'm gonna say as well, we've had people who've done Wrestling Move Mondays, we yes. encourage that on Vine, YouTube, please whatever. Do it. Use it, use the hashtag Wrestling Move Monday. We'll sure as sugar retweet the bejesus out of it. The bigger the catalogue and library, yep. the better. If you have you your own fancy booking ideas as well, please tweet in using the hashtag Fantasy Booking.
1: And don't forget to check out or recommend our website to whoever. You know, your dog, your uncle, your mum. If you're dating a cute girl or a cute guy or a cute somebody, why not tell them to check out howtowrestling.com for the how-to guide on how to get into wrestling? So
0: this is our like beginner's guide of where to start, yeah. how to get into wrestling, get your footing before you maybe get scared away. Yeah. I think it's an excellent idea. I hope so. I think it's very very helpful if you've used it. I know we get this people tweeting it all the time saying, that, "Oh my god!" Was there some reason he was like, "Oh my god!" I'm watching John Cena and The Big Show with my with my significant yeah. other. Yeah. Yes. Brilliant. Awesome. We love
1: hearing about couples being gross and watching wrestling together it's cute and adorable and we love it
0: WWE Network and Chill needs to be a thing yes (laughs) and of course if you want to help out how to wrestling help support the podcast and keep this thing motoring along patreon.com forward slash how to wrestling you can become our patron and pledge money and back us as we keep going on our never-ending journey to teach joe about the world of professional wrestling if you are a one dollar backer you get access to joe's show notes all the info goofs and gas that go into making every episode of how to wrestling
1: recently uh i did upload the santa with muscles extended six pages of notes oh that's value for money right there. Seriously. One dollar for you those. To, you have
0: to oh. buy a t-shirt to get that kind of content with Cinema <laughs> Swirl, you know? <laughs> If you are a $5 backer, you get access to our bonus content or bonus episodes. Every month, Joe and I review a new network happening. So it's either a WWE pay per view, some NXT specials have been looked at recently as well. Usually a full hour episode that goes up there. By being a $5 plus backer, not only do you get access to this month's episode, but every other month's episode going back. So if you join now, you've got yourselves six months worth of awesome wrestling reviews from Joe and Kevin of How To Wrestling. If you are a $10 backer, you get access to our live stream. So, Joe and I, playing the weird and wonderful world of White 2 Wrestling, as discussed in this very episode, take part, help steer the direction of our very weird and strange ship by checking out our live streams, which happen once a month if you're a $10 backer. And if you must steer the good ship, how to Wrestling, in the direction that you believe it should be steered, Head on over to Patreon.com and become a $50 plus backer, and you can request an episode. Join our list of amazing episodes that are coming. We thank each and every single one of our backers for making How To Wrestling the success it is, and for all these amazing ideas for episodes. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah,
1: I am jazzed.
0: Seriously, and we're getting a really good mix of like not just the big names, but the important names and the ones that will make you appreciate wrestling. Yes
1: and finally you can find us on SoundCloud Stitcher iTunes that's soundcloud.com forward slash how wrestling on iTunes you just search for the name how to wrestling and up will pop feel free to leave a rating or a review if you're feeling kind because we love that and we thank you so much if you've done that already that means a huge amount
0: seriously it always makes my day very bright and happy yeah mine I see, too I love you I love it you'll be left over on the iTunes yeah well that's going to do it for me Kevin and me Joe and we're going to go play some wrestling video games for a change now we'll see you <laughs> next time on uh, How's Your Wrestling see ya